Anything that you're looking to get rid of, I want you to love it away. Use love as the alchemical process to transform your lowercase t truths that have been based in ego and turn them into capital T truths that are based in love. Welcome to The Madeline Show. podcast fam, I want to help you position yourself as a leader for 2023 by speaking up about who you are and what you do. Join me and a cohort of other brilliant entrepreneurs as I show you all how to increase your impact, income, and influence with my Speak Up method. Attract soulmate clients, get speaking gigs, land press features, and grow your brand all without having a big audience. Become a founding member and spend four days with us live as we perfect your pitch and come up with a game plan for getting you in front of larger audiences ASAP. Because there is no one else like you, I'm serious, and the world needs to know about your amazing products. That's what differentiates you from everyone else is that you are you and you need to learn how to talk about it. Use code podcast at checkout and get 50% off now through Thanksgiving Day. Head on over to themadelineshow.com slash speak up for all the details and to sign up. I cannot wait to see you inside. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of The Madeline Show. I am just so happy to have Carrie Kugler back on the show. Our first episode uh, did not render properly, so in my mind, that's the universe giving us another opportunity to come here and share the magic with you. You guys, Carrie Kugler, she is a mentor for coaches, leaders, and visionaries who want to create more impact, income, and transformation in their lives and the lives of their clients and everyone that gets to be around them. She focuses on embodiment and building a soul-aligned business. Carrie, welcome to The Madeline Show. Hi, Madeline. Thank you so much for having me here again. <laughs> I know. And you know what? It's so cool. We were talking right before hopping on here about, you know, do we want to share the same message as last time? Is there anything new that's been going on in your world? And there is. It's the first of the month today, November. I'm going to make sure that this episode that you hear it a week or so before the first of the month in December because Carrie has a process that she walks herself through and it's something that I think we could all use a little bit more of in our life. It has to do with reflection, introspection, looking at where you've been and planning on where you're going. And so Carrie, will you just tell us a little bit about what you've been doing the last couple of days in your business? Yes, yes, I'd be happy to. So before I go into the the process. I just want to give kind of a, a deeper context as to why I do this. Uh, the, the way that I choose to look at my life and my leadership and my business is I, I, I like to believe and trust that I'm growing and evolving over time. And I believe that my growth and my evolution and my leadership is in my own hands. And I, I can often get really freaked out when I feel like I have to make these huge leaps in my growth. Um, if I feel as if I have to completely, you know, become someone, someone else other than myself, um, if I believe it's going to take a lot of hard work and, and it's just going to require so much of me to grow or get to where I want to be, it freaks my nervous system out. <laughs> and like a lot of us, I, I tend to just like self-sabotage and, and put my goals and my desires on a pedestal. So I truly do, just like over the last couple of years, I've started to look at my journey literally day to day to day 
week to week, month to month. And I see it as essentially this building process. And one of the things that has been really beneficial in this is to just be as intentional as I possibly can. But not just, you know, in those really big moments that are huge milestones, but how much intention can I pull into every day, every week, every month? So at the end of every month, I will look back in hindsight and I will start with kind of the strategy perspectives, like the numbers and the tangible things that I created and goals that I hit. But then I'll go a couple of layers deeper and I'll look at the lessons that I learned, the, the things that just really had, had shown a light on areas in my leadership where I get to step in more, things that I had to learn the hard way yet again. And I'll pull these things out. And what it always shows me is a theme. And whether I had a really great month, you know, and by, what I mean by great is, you know, whether it went as planned and I hit my goals or nothing went as planned. I find that when I look at my life, when I look at my month with this kind of intention, it's like I don't have to look outside of myself for what my business needs. I don't have to look to someone else for what I need to be doing and what alignment looks like and what my next steps are. It's literally right in front of me. And in doing this process over and over and over, I've found that it's the lessons like these that we maybe skip over or think, okay, I've got it, I'm good. The things that continue to resurface are the things that we are meant to see. So it shines a light on these things and, and just paints such a beautiful picture, not just in where my, my, my work lies, but what I get to focus on as I move into the next month. Mm. Oh, I love that. Part of what you're talking about right now, the, the fact that you don't have to look outside of yourself for what you need and that it's right in front of you. I think that can be, I, I see what you're saying. And I think it can be a little confusing or daunting for someone who's starting up and feels like, well, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I, I, I need to pull from external sources because maybe I didn't study business in school, but I know I'm meant to be a coach. So before you introduce the process or maybe while you introduce the process, what kind of advice can you give for someone that isn't exactly sure how to, pull what they need from them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that this is a practice. It's, it's like a skill, like anything else. Trusting our own wisdom and, you know, looking at, at what's right in front of us, right? Like trusting that everything that we need is being shown to us in any given moment. We're not taught this in school. We're taught the opposite. We're taught to look outside of ourselves. So I guess the first thing I would say is that if this is challenging, you're exactly where you need to be and there's nothing at all wrong. That this is something that when I started out, it wasn't super familiar. And I did have to continue to like bring myself back like, hey, what you need is right here. Everything that you need is being shown to you in this moment. So Trust that where you're at is, is perfect and you're not far behind and continue to just sh like, like here, here's what I would say. And this is the most kind of like basic level is how much intention can you bring to your life? How much intention can you bring to each moment? And what does that look like for you? Right? Like, what does it look like for you to meet yourself in every moment? Another thing that is helpful too, if you're new, is just coming at the moments that maybe are challenging you with curiosity, right? Because the truth that I have found is that we don't have to look outside of ourselves for what do I need to work on next. It is right here, but it surfaces in the moments where we feel like, ah, nothing's working. Ugh, why is this thing happening? Why can't I get to my next level? Instead of grabbing for the personal development book or, you know, looking to somebody else's process, 
can you just meet yourself in that moment and be like, okay, this continues to show up. So let me just be curious and ask, what's here? What's blocking me? What beliefs, you know, am I still holding on to that are possibly recreating this pattern or allowing me to feel this way? So curiosity and just be gentle and remember, this is a process and you literally like, you can't perfect it. There, there is no getting it wrong. That's just, yeah, perfection in this kind of thing. It's just, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I'm so excited to hear about the process because that really resonates with me. And what I love is that you said instead of looking towards someone else's process, which will give you a process here today, instead of just looking at that or going to the library and picking up five personal development books at 9 p.m. like I did yesterday, sit with yourself in your being. Put on some music if you'd like or just sit in your own silence and and take note of what's coming through. What are the reoccurring issues that I've been dealing with that apparently I haven't been giving enough attention to because they keep coming up in my life. I just I love that. Um so please exactly. Carrie, keep 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 going. I love this. It's great. Yes. Oh, exactly. So, I guess you know, I can go into a little bit more of, of the detail and the process now that you have this bigger context. Um, so I have one of those really big calendars, um, those like month calendars that like, right. A desk, huge, desk right? cal. And a desk, a desk cal. Exactly. So I will, I'll go through that and I'll, I'll sit down and I, I create a whole ritual behind this. I light candles and I play good music. Um, like it's everything right now is like laid out on my living room floor and the windows are open. It's, it's just this Can beautiful sacred it? space. You've got your phone, And right? I've got my journal. Um, you don't have to. It would be, personal. I've got you hooked up. Um, yeah. I've got you hooked up. No, it's not personal. Okay. I just, it, it would be a lot, yeah. but it's, it's all in there. It's a whole vibe. <laughs> so I've got my calendar and then I also have my journal and I've got my phone too. So I'll, I'll go through the month and I'll just write down things that I, I remember and things that I will look at is, you know, goals in my business that I hit. Um, and, but it's, it's not just the tangible goals, but it's also memories. So last month I had a few really just beautiful memories with my son, Calvin. We visited like four different little parks and trails that we just had the most, just the sweetest, most innocent memories. Um, I went to a, a winery with my mom and my sister, things like that, right? So it's not just like I have to grow and I have to be better. It's like, let me pull out all of the moments that I want to remember because I, you know, like it's just like gratitude and, and, and more right is on the frequency of more. So I find that the more I'm, I'm rooting into that, that gratitude and that appreciation and pulling out those memories, it's just, it, it does everything for me. So I write all of these things down and I just kind of take a step back and I'm like, okay, I did this. I hit this launch. I've got some new clients coming in. This is what I did for the month. I've got these beautiful memories, did this with my son, did this with my husband and then I'll take some breaths and that's when I kind of go a couple of layers deeper and I'm like, okay, what themes came up this month? What lessons did you learn? What was really challenging? Um, this past month was a really beautiful, abundant month in my business where I had new clients coming in and it, it was, it was a really good month. And as I was telling Madeline before we hit record, my boundaries were also tested in a lot of different ways. So that was something that I wrote down. Um, so it, it's, it's looking at the kind of tangible things that I hit, the, the special memories that I want to remember and build upon, and then the themes or the patterns um, and the contrast that I experience. And again, just meeting it with curiosity. And what I, I will do is I'll, I'll flip that month over. So the desk calendar, and I write all of these things down. So I, I write down the goals. I write down the memories. I also write down my lessons one by one by one. Sometimes they're sentences. Sometimes it's a paragraph. And then 
I'll, I'll fold that up and then I put it away. So at the end of the year, I'll be able to go back to look at, at the entire year in hindsight, see what I created, pull out those memories. And then also, um, to just look at my biggest lessons. Mm. Did you ever take a uh, resolution revolution yeah. with Melanie and Lair? I did. Oh, yes. Yeah. Some of your practice reminds me of, um, some things I learned from her. Uh, do you, do you write directly on your calendar or are you using sticky notes as your to-do items and moving them around? No, I write on my calendar. So I okay. actually write on the back of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll write on the back of that, the big thing, just on the blank mm-hmm. side. Um, yeah, that I, a couple of the processes that I learned from Melanie, like on a bigger scale was just like, like allowing these things month to month to month Mm -hmm. to, to build on itself. And that has been such a game changer for me. I don't know about the, the sticky note thing, but. Okay. Well, I think, I think what we're really speaking to here is that we've both learned processes from other people, but we make them our own. And so for me, what I really loved about the way Melanie uses a calendar, because I'm also like, I have my systems digitally, but Mm -hmm. I, my to-do lists have to be written. And what I really love that I'd still use is to-do lists become individual sticky notes. And I put those on my calendar. I also categorize my days, which I learned that from someone else. And so I kind of combine both. And so Mondays are my CEO days. Tuesdays are Mm -hmm. currently client calls. Wednesdays are for recording, except today we did Tuesday. You can move stuff around, right? Thursday is discovery calls. Friday is vision work. And so then my to-do list items for each of those categories will be on sticky notes. And when I complete an item, I flip it around and I write the memory that was created from that to-do list action item. And then I save the sticky notes and then I read those at the end of the year. So I love how like we're doing similar things, but it's unique and different. And we got to really anchor that in and create our own we just put our own finesse onto a, a process. And this really speaks to what you talked about at the beginning. We, we can't just look at what other people are doing and copy that and expect it to work for us. Like, yes, we are human beings in community, like a part of this collective. We are going to absorb information from other people. But in the end, you have to tap into you and see what you need and decide how you want to show up and live this life and build this business. It does get to be up to you. Yes. And that, you know, that's the power of, of mentorship and, and coaches and just even listening to interviews like this, right? And I, I often tell my clients, like, take, take what you like, take what you love from what I have to offer you and suggest, but leave what you don't, right? But, but most importantly, like, make, make it your own, and that's like, that's the beauty, right? Because there are certain things that I have learned from people that I absolutely love and look up to that I tried to make work for a really long time. And so much in my body was like, but this doesn't feel right. But I would think, but this person's so successful and you love them and they love you. Like it, you just need to try to make it work a little bit longer. And I'm like, yes, I think that there's something to be said about okay, like give it more than one shot, but the body always knows, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it it's just, again, it comes back to that place of trust. Like just because something works really well for another person who's incredible and killing it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you. So take what you love, leave the rest, but make it your own. So how do you conclude your practice? We went through what you wrote down on the back of that month's calendar and that you keep it. We also heard that you opened your practice and ceremony. How do you move forward throughout the rest of your month after doing this sort of work? Yeah. So that is where, so I actually have a whole, (laughs) I'm not big on processes, honestly, but the end and beginning of month process is huge. And I actually created an entire podcast episode on this, but so This essentially lays the foundation, right? I've got my lessons. I know what I get to lean into. I know what the universe is trying to show me. And I just, you know, after, so when I'm finished here, I'll go in there and I'll wrap everything up. 
And I just take a minute to anchor all of it in, whether it's sitting in meditation or going for a walk, but I just, I let all of it really land in my body. And then I look out, I, I look ahead, right? And what I love to do is take out the notes app in my phone and I'll put it at the top, like November, right? And I'll put my lessons at the very top. And what this looks like is, so I'll just give you an example. So one of the lessons that I learned in October is that my, my energy, my lit upness, my excitement, my peace of mind, like that's the goal. That has to be the goal and that has to come before any and everything. So in November, this is huge for me. Right. So something that I, I might write at the top of my November little notes note thing will be, you know, energy, excitement and peace over everything. So I'll write maybe three, four five lessons. And that, again, will be the foundation of November. And mm -hmm. then I go in and set my tangible goals. So maybe it's, you know, I want to hit this, you know, in November or this is what I want to, you know, I want to call in two new private clients. I want to launch a new program. So I get a little bit more specific and that's my, like that, that's my month. Sometimes I will also do um, a mantra. I'll put that in my little notepad section. So a mantra that I've been working with that actually comes from, we've talked about this several times, um, the big leap with Gay Hendricks. He has a sentence in there that it says, I expand in abundance, success, and love every day. And I inspire others to do the same. So I might put that in my little note section. So I go, so this is something that I go back to. I try to do it every single day just to anchor in exactly what I'm doing, who I'm creating. I might put in there, you know, something about like what I'm embodying or what I'm claiming or stepping into. So this gets to be not only my foundation for the month, but something that I revisit and again, anchor into every single day. Mm. Oh, I love that you're getting me excited about the new year. Isn't it? Yeah. It's I so exciting. It. <laughs> and, and that's like, the thing is, is that for me anyway, it's such a perfect blend of the strategy and like the tangible doing mm -hmm. and the heart and the soul and the intention. And that's something that I I believe I do really well with myself and my clients is the blending of those two things. And there's an excitement. There's an, there's a momentum behind it that, that this creates. And literally like anybody can do this. You need a calendar, your phone, and you don't even have to have the calendar. I've done this before without the calendar, but it is, it, it, it's an excitement and, and an energy that's created. That's, that's so fun. Yes, and I really do see the the momentum because you have your lessons from October and then those become what you anchor in for your energy and goal setting, et cetera, for the next month. And which means in December, next month, you're going to have your lessons learned from November and that'll be what you're anchoring into December. Um, how else are you expanding this practice um, or simplifying it for the new year? Because I have a feeling you're going to be doing something along these lines for the entire year of 2023 as a bird's eye view? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Love it. I don't see what comes through. So, so yeah, I well, And here's the thing in it, it's just written all over my human design. So I'm non-specific when I, when you look at my, my manifestation style and human design. So for me, I don't do well when I'm thinking like 10 steps ahead. Mm. I really have to focus on what's right in front of me. And I've got to focus more on the feeling rather than this is exactly how I'm going to get there. So if I start to get too exact and think ahead too much, it actually really overwhelms me. So for it's like, for me, it's like step by step by step. It's all in the journey and in the process. So I'm, I will fully admit, like, I'm not somebody who has everything figured out. And another thing I'll just be super honest with you about is that there's a good chance that 
my December lessons will be October and November's lessons, mm. truthfully, because yeah. it's right. It's just like, I'm not learning everything month to month. And then, and then I'm like, cool, got it moving on. There are lessons that I'm seeing even in October. That's like, oh shit, you have been down this path before. Here we are again. So it's, it's really another thing that this does. And, and that, that I think that this level of leadership and intention does, it's like the deepening of what we already know. It's the embodiment or the mastery of it. Not, okay, lesson learned. I'm all like, I'm all good. It takes sometimes, it just like some lessons take me a little bit longer and I'm okay with admitting that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love the transparency (gasps) and thank you for clarifying all of that. Um, that you're, you know, you might, December's lessons might very well be the last few months. And I mean, the Mm -hmm. lessons that you listed off were like lifelong lessons, right? Like a lesson that could take lifetimes to master, having solid, consistent boundaries and putting your energy first. Like that sounds like a life goal. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Totally. Not something you're going to like. Check. All good. Right. Uh, and what else I'm seeing that's really cool about this is um, you're taking things day to day and you work well on spontaneity. And it seems like when you get the invitation, you're willing to show up even if it's messy. And that's how you are able to continue to run a consistent business uh, because you aren't thinking a year ahead, you're literally looking day by day, yes, month by month, but bringing those monthly lessons back to the day. And that otherwise you would feel overwhelmed. Whereas for me, I need the strategy of, okay, I want this implemented by the end of 2023. I have my days, like I just told you, Monday CEO day, Tuesdays clients, Wednesday recording, Thursday discovery calls, Friday vision work. I have that structure, so I feel safe. However, I allow myself to flow in that. It is not the same every week. I do not actually have CEO days every Monday. It's more of an invitation that if I'm going to schedule doing my accounts or my bookkeeping, that will fall on a Monday. I know I have space for that, and that's the part that makes me feel safe. So you guys, again, this is an invitation to do it your way. We're both giving you two different examples of how we plan and don't plan our lives and our businesses. It seems like a big similarity here is gratitude and paying attention to the energetic lessons and putting our energy first so that we can overflow to the world, to you, to clients, to family. Yes. Yeah. I And I love so much that you speak to that, that... Um that safety element Mm -hmm. of what structure can provide that is so freaking huge so (laughs) that's just it's it's so big and and I I I also have to to be really mindful that I am you know bringing in the structure because all of our feminine right it it needs that masculine ground right it it needs the the dance, our feminine needs the dance floor to dance upon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and so it's like, I, I once used to resist structure so, so, so much. And I've learned to, but here's the thing. And maybe, I don't know, Madeline, if you have experience with this, but when I realized on my journey, oh my gosh, I've got to embrace structure. I went way in the other direction and was so structured. It was like, okay, every launch I have to, or every month I have to do this and I've got to do this. It was so regimented. And my, my body was just like, oh girl, this just is like, this isn't going to fly. So I got burned out. Oh, I was so burned out and, and just like on the outside, it kind of looked like it was working, but I, I wasn't feeling good, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I had to 
learn the lesson and find that kind of middle ground, which honestly, I'm still working to find and master. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, that that little bit of structure, like what does that foundation look like to you so that my creativity and, and, and flow can, you know, can still do its thing. But structure is, it is, like you said, it's, it's so important. Hey there, how are you enjoying the show? I've got a quick message to share with you from our sponsor, and then I'll be right back. Are you an entrepreneur that does things differently? <laughs> Just like me. Maybe your business is untraditional or non-conventional. Your work uniquely you. Maybe you even see a little bit of you in me. The way you create and sell is going to look differently within the many seasons of your life as you grow. Developing balanced masculine and feminine energies in your brand allows for inevitable change over the years. The transitions happen flawlessly. Learn the strategy behind Go With The Flow and create the systems that allow you to live your dream life now because success isn't a thing you get, it's a feeling you can have today. Sign up for Build the Biz, my signature business course, teaching you the energetics of entrepreneurship at themadelineshow.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to, the word structure used to give me PTSD because I went way too into the, the masculine. Um, I was leading with my masculine kind of like my whole life, really. It's like a safety mechanism. And so then when yeah. I actually, kind of the opposite, when I found feminine energetics, I went all the way into feminine energetics. And then I just didn't get anything done. <laughs> Because I was just totally, flying yeah. around. I was just flying high. Um, Dancing and once, naked, the music in the right. forest. Oh, beyond. <laughs> yeah. Like to do my accounts, I'd have to dress up in like lingerie and like dance in my apartment by myself and then feed myself chocolate after as a reward, like just to get my bookkeeping done. And I, <laughs> it's oh. no joke. And I realized going I too it. far. Yeah. Going too far into the feminine energetics also doesn't make the feminine feel good because she needs that dance floor. If you were to rip the floor out from under her feet, she's going to fall. So it is a balance of both. And I think as a feminine woman in business, it's going to constantly flow. <laughs> How many times can I say flow? It is going to move. It's not always going to be, you know, feminine energetics a bit higher than masculine. I might need to bump up the masculine at times. I might need to go full feminine at times and know that like, okay, the dance floor is there. Girl, you're flying high right now, but your floor is there when you're ready to like come back down from your big leap. So depending on where you are in life, where you are in your cycle, you guys, you might need more or less masculine structure in your business or in the way you're approaching your, your tasks and how you want to fill your cup up, which I don't really want to call that a task, but that's more so like putting your, your energy first. I always recommend having even scheduling to do time. Like I've told my clients to like schedule like self-pleasure and orgasm like like if if you're not prioritizing that naturally if your feminine isn't already utilizing that as a success strategy like guess what rest pleasure that all gets to also be a strategy so however you need to word it in your head to have it make sense all we're asking is that you recognize that there's this feminine and then also this masculine aspect to business yeah yeah Mm, I love that you have your clients schedule those things in. Yeah. I mean, if it, yeah, if it, if that's where we, we get to where it's like, oh, I just don't have time for these things. And cause I, I introduced time blocking to them at the beginning of our containers because people normally come to me like overwhelmed and overworked. And so I help them get rid of the things that aren't serving. And a lot of the time to anchor in new habits, you do need to bump up that masculine structure and so just yeah. like I shared with you today, we'll have the four, well, yeah, the five categories of the week. And I typically like, I'll take off either a Monday or a Friday, depending on the week. I don't work five days a week. I don't even work 40 hours a week. I mean, I probably work 20 or, or less currently yeah. because oh. Oh, 40 yeah, hours a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about my business more than that. Totally. Like, I'm thinking about my business 
all the time. That's my most difficult thing, actually, is to shut off my brain from mm-hmm. getting new ideas for the business. I'm like, okay, no, stick to what you already said you were going to do. You don't need shiny object syndrome. Um, but even like within the day, if you wanted to structure it, like I have this really cool Google Calendar that I created for myself. And as an example for my clients, my mornings are and this is, I don't follow this every day, but it's just an outline, like 7 to 8 p.m. I'm watching the sunrise, 8 to 10 a.m. I call it brain time. So that's like my most powerful part of the day. A lot of the time that's spent either sleeping or in meditation. Um, but if I am awake that and I'm feeling motivated to work, that would be a really good time to knock out like one or two important tasks. And then I have family time after that. So I hang out with my family from 11 to 1. And then I give myself a four-hour block to actually work. Like brain time is very rarely work. Like that'll be physical therapy usually at the most. Um, It's when I'm the most, just scientifically speaking, it's when your brain is the most ready to take on like the biggest task of the day. And so for me lately, that's been physical therapy. That's been reading and journaling. Like that for me is more important right now than creating systems in my business. So I'm using my max brain power actually for things that you wouldn't think would be related to business, um, which is I think is really interesting. But my, my typical business day is like one to four. And then I have a slot from four to five at the end of the day where I do my planning for the next day. Um, But lately, I've been spending that spot either doing infrared saunas or sensory deprivation floats. So like my health right now is first and foremost to everything else. And I'm actually seeing a lot of beautiful things come up in my business still, even if I'm, I'm only giving myself four hours a day max to focus on building the brand. So it's been fun to just watch and observe. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, okay, so I want to talk more about, I know you don't have, I don't want to stress you out or anything, but I want to talk a little bit about 2023. Um, <laughs> so I'm... I can hold it. <laughs> okay. So it is December-ish now, maybe a week before as you're listening to this. It'll be December soon. And December for me is a really cool month because we just had Thanksgiving with family and we have Christmas coming up because that's what we celebrate and family gets together. Um, I tend to pull back from business strategy during that time Mm -hmm. um, or just like business in, in general and really anchor in with my family. However, I would still like to incorporate, um, vision work and leaning in at the same time as letting go and surrendering as I lay the foundation for what I want to call in in 2023. And so do you have advice for new coaches or business owners year one to five on how to begin to embody the energy now of what you desire to have for your future? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's a really beautiful question. So I would, I would first look at where, like, where are you at right now? So a question would just be simply, you know, how am I feeling right now? What's present right now? Like really just meet this season that you're in with curiosity, just to create a deeper level of, of awareness around what's working, what's not, because, and, and this kind of going back to the start of our conversation, you know, for new people who are like, but I don't know how to turn in. I don't know how to do this work on my own. You know, one of the ways that we can begin to like cultivate this and and cultivate more trust within ourselves is to shine the light on right where we're at, because this shows us if, if we're willing to look, this shows us, you know, where, like where to go. If we see clearly that something is working really well or that something isn't working, that's going to give you a lot of feedback as to what the possible next steps are for you. So an example of this would be, let's say it's the start of December and we've got one month left in the year and a brand new year ahead of us. If you are meeting the last month of the year tired, 
and burnt out and overwhelmed, and maybe you're not feeling super inspired by your work, that is a time to really check in with yourself and be like, okay, but what do I need? What's going to, uh, to help me to feel more inspired? What's going to nourish me? What, like you said, you do with your clients, what am I doing that's not working? What needs to be uprooted? And, and right, like, what are the things that are here right now? And that is the kind of foundation that we get to build the new on, right? So it's from that place that it's like, okay, 2023, maybe for, for you know, for you is about more self-care, is about more of the, the energetics, is about more of the feminine. But I think it does, it, that the process has got to start with awareness and presence with where you're at right now, because that's going, like that, that tells you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that brought up and, a lot of things just kind of going off in my head. I, I love that. Yeah, and it's, you know what, like this is, as I was speaking, this came to me too, and also, don't, like, I just want to remind everyone, the year, like, yes, it's a new year, and I think that we can put so much pressure, like, the world doesn't, you know, implode on December 31st of, like, of that year. So, take yeah. some of the pressure off, like, if you aren't where you're at, and you didn't hit your goals, and you are feeling a little off, just because it's the end of the year doesn't mean that you have failed, right? And, or, or just because, you know, it just, I think that we can attach meanings onto certain things that are, that don't really mm -hmm. serve us, right? Every single day mm -hmm. is a new beginning and not to sound cliche, but truly like it, it is. So if we're waiting for the new year to come before we make changes, before we really learn to sit and be present with ourselves, we're going to constantly be waiting. So instead of waiting on this yeah. big benchmark to come, it's like, where can you just start today? Where can you be more intentional and meet yourself today? Yeah. And I mean, this whole new year thing, it's not the new year in every culture. There's, where's the Jewish new year? There's the Chinese new year. Like it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't really matter. Like right. I've had to take money goals completely off the table. Like I don't do money goals anymore. I now get excited about like the vision of transformation. So instead of, mm -hmm. you know, a $10,000 or $50,000 month year, whatever goal I now, cause that never used to really make me excited. I've never been money driven. Mm -hmm. And so now I think of, Oh wow, I want to become this like I want to move with grace and wisdom instead of hustle and fear and so that is a goal for me that I would think about and work towards not oh I need to book this many sales calls or show up this many times on Instagram in order to um, you know hopefully make 10% of those discovery calls turn into clients like that just that doesn't feel like an invitation to me that doesn't excite me. That definitely works for a lot of people. And some people, even like my clients included, some of them have needed that sort of strategy. Um, but it's not like, it's not like they continue with that strategy for the rest of their life. Like you can have a strategy that you implement for a short period of time just to change habits, change behavior in your business. And then you can take yeah. it off like a jacket that's now out of season. And so I would love for you guys to, you know, if you want to think about money goals, great. But if that has always felt weird for you, here's an invitation to instead sit and dream up what you are building for yourself and your life or even your clients. Like what sort of transformation do you want to take them through? And now you have this vision work that you get to do for your business that will lay out what needs to be done to quote unquote achieve that goal with the masculine. So that would be leading with the feminine coming up with this idea, this feeling, this vision for yourself, your business, and your clients, and then building the platform beneath, but starting first with the question of who am I becoming and how can I begin to make decisions from her today? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I love those questions so much. 
Yeah. And, and that, that's the, you know, that's the thing too, that I choose when I'm looking out at the new year, right? That's what leads for me. And I know that that isn't what works for everybody, but if you are struggling to set goals or, you know, it, it, it's feeling, you're feeling a little wobbly or unclear, go off of the feeling, go off of the transformation that you want, the transformation you want to create in other people, right? The, the, the deeper parts of you, like what is, what's your soul craving right now? Fuck the numbers and the strategy. And I have to have this many clients in order to hit my goal. What's going to make you come alive? Like what's go, like, what does your soul want? Those yeah. are the questions that I find, whether you lean more into this, the, the masculine or the feminine, those kinds of questions just spark something in us. Oh, and I just, I truly believe that that's, that's what, what's here to, to really pull and guide us. Yeah, when you have that fire inside of you, you really feel that spark and you you'll you'll be dedicated towards it because it's a feeling in you or you see it, you know, it's happening and you it's already happening in the quantum field. And so, you don't need to schedule showing up online. You're just going to do it because you yes. are yeah, you're now already you've embodied the vision, you've embodied that feeling that you're going to have when you get to serve your people with the transformation. And now I think this really speaks to what we talked about at the beginning of the conversation, what needs to be done to get there will present itself in front of you or even within you. It could be the right mentor to hire. It could be, oh, that strategy that was presented to me a year ago from this woman on Instagram, I can take a little bit of that and then add my spin on it. And that feels really good. Wow, that feeling actually matches that transformation, that feeling that we just talked about that I've already embodied in myself. Okay, I'm going to move forward on this. And so this does require you to tap into your intuition, to be aware of your body, right? Because we're talking a lot about feelings. How does it feel in your body? What is your body telling you? And so, Carrie, do you have any sort of embodiment practices or ways to strengthen your intuition so people can get to this point of anchoring in visions and being able to uh, basically c come up with strategies from their, their heart space, their clear, open heart space? Yeah. Yeah. So I would first start by cutting out any and all distractions because I, I find that, you know, when my clients come in and they're like, one of the, the things that they want the most is how do I strengthen my intuition? How do I really lead from my heart? But before we can slap a practice on there, and add more, we first, I find anyway, that we've got to look at what's not working. Like what's blocking you and getting in the way? What can we clear out to make room for a new practice? So this might be, you know, constant consuming. This might be, you know, always, you know, scrolling on, on social media or feeling like your day has to constantly be filled with tasks and to-do lists and doing. Maybe this is looking at where in your life you're saying yes when you should be saying no. Looking at areas where you are burnt out or overwhelmed and again, creating a deeper level of, of clarity and awareness to just start to get some of th these things off of your plate with the goal being space and time to devote to this because the, the intuition, it, we can't hear it in a noisy room. When other people's opinions, ways of doing business, guidance, even though the, the ways of business and, 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 and insights might be really beautiful and useful, our own inner speak, our soul's wisdom can't come through if there's so much clutter, like it can't even get in the room. Mm -hmm. So what do we need to clear out in order for that voice to really have a place? So I would start mm -hmm. there. And it, it is, it, it really, like it's, it's so, it's like simple, but it's not easy because we're not used to this, right? We're not used to mm -hmm. trusting that intuition. We're not used to trusting our, our gut and our body wisdom. 
but it really is about like once you've kind of cleared out some of the clutter, it's about space and silence and time. Maybe that's meditation. Maybe that's with your journal. Maybe that's out in nature, right? Just quiet some of the inner dialogue down, the thought patterns, the, 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 the stories telling you you're not good enough so that the truth of who you are can really start to speak through. And as you practice this, the stronger that voice becomes so that you're able to discern, ah, this is like the old self. This is ego. This is the, the inner mean girl talking. This isn't my soul. This isn't mm-hmm. intuition. And it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the more you prioritize it, the stronger that it becomes. So once again, mm-hmm. it's a practice a lifelong practice, like you were saying, Madeline. But I really do believe, you know, with these embodiment practices, you could, there are hundreds of them, like literally from dancing around in lingerie, like whatever it is for you, right? To breath work, to yoga, to like all the things, and they're all great. But if you're adding another embodiment practice on top of so much that's already not working, it's just going to feel like another thing to do. So get intentional, clear out some of the noise and the chatter and then create space for that voice to come through. Oh, thank you for speaking to that and for calling it the the truth. Um, because what kind of sparked in my brain while you were saying that is this, uh, again, it's a process. It's a process of, it's a journaling prompt technically. Um, and it's all about changing your, your mindset and your belief patterns and making space clearing before you add on the new and specifically clearing beliefs the lowercase t truths the 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 truths that are coming from the ego or from the brainwashing on tv or from the conditioning when you were younger telling you that you had to work hard in order to make money um, or you had to sacrifice in order to be successful these thoughts and beliefs these lowercase t's need to be acknowledged if they are going to leave because they're there for a reason. They either served you in the past, maybe they literally helped you survive your childhood and you never released them to go play. And so now they're still here with you running the show, but from the underworld. And that's going to stop any sort of capital T truth, real truth, truth from intuition, love, divine spirit that if that's placed on top of a floorboard or a dance floor filled with lowercase t truths coming from the ego, from fear, those are going to trump those new beliefs. Those are going to tell those beliefs to get lost like they've been with you longer. You know, the lowercase t's have been there for you. Mm. And so sit and make some space. If you'd like to do this in a journal, write out. It might take you weeks. It might take you months might take you a couple hours. It's different for everyone, but write out these lowercase t truths. And that's going to be any sort of, any sort of thought that's coming through your mind that is not based in love and support. And so I already mentioned a few, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough would be some more. I think once you put pen to paper, a lot will flow for you. And then the ritual behind that, if you'd like, could be one writing it on toilet paper and then peeing on it and flushing it. Two, you could burn it in ceremony. (laughs) Three, you can fold it up and say a prayer um, and save it for later if you'd like. Or you can just leave it in your journal and have it as a note. Um, But like really, if you've had these thoughts, this is a practice I'm doing currently, just so you guys know. If you have thoughts that have been coming back to you over and over and like keeping you down in a sense, like keeping you back from, from fully showing up in your business, for example... Those thoughts do need to be acknowledged before they're gone for good or alchemized, as I'd like to say, into love, capital T, truths that you can then replace them with. Um, but they, they, they can't just be banished. You can't just say, oh, okay, well, I'm worthy now. These thoughts of not enough go. You, you need to acknowledge them and you need to thank them. They're, they're with you for a reason. They have supported you in the past. And so think about, you know, where, where has this I'm not enough kept me safe when I was little, for example? And how can I now thank this emotion, this thought process, this feeling that's been with me for so long, thank it, really receive the message, glean what's good, get rid of the rest, and release it out into the universe with love? Mm. 
because energy is never created or destroyed. It's, it's always alchemized. And so anything that you're looking to get rid of, I want you to love it away. Use love as the alchemical process to transform your lowercase t truths that have been based in ego and turn them into capital T truths that are based in love. Mm. I love that. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I mean, I it's a new new thing from reading. Gosh, that came from, I think, well, technically it came from Steve Hardison, but I learned about it in this book called Just Hit Send. And I'm taking my own bits from it. They don't talk about releasing it with love. They just talk about the lowercase t and the uppercase t. And that you got to write down the lowercase t's before you can create new uppercase t truths. That whole like love alchemical process that I'm talking to you about is also what I use and teach in meditation. It's it's a similar process to what I use in a lot of areas of my life. Um, and it's it's everything's just rooted in, in love and loving all parts of me, which include the parts of me that might be holding me back right now. I still love those and I can literally love them into something that will be more useful for who I am today because I have changed. I'm different than who I was before. And so I, that means I also get to create everything else that goes on with the new me, right? Like I get to create how I want to show up online. If I want to change my branding, I can. If I want to change my thought, subconscious thought pattern process, I, I can. But I love what you said. You can't just layer new things on top of stuff that's not already working. That could literally lead to overwhelm. I think that's how people get kind of lost in the personal development world. They just keep reading the books instead of anchoring in the material or embodying it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, I, I think that everybody has, I like to believe it, you know, the intentions are pure, you know, we're just trying to do our best, but it's conversations like these, you know, that, that I've heard before on my journey where I'm like, ah, okay, instead of adding something on or just moving to what's next, let me just hold up really stop and slow down and see what's here. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Oh. You know, on our last call that no one got to hear except for us, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> we talked about receiving. And we've talked about receiving here as well, uh just like with the feminine, right? Like being like kind of I don't even think we've used the word receive necessarily, but when we talk about the feminine and the the embodiment of visions that we might have or of new leadership style, we have to fully receive that in. So these capital T truths or these new belief patterns, um, any sort of new practice or process that you want to bring into your life, what can we do energetically to open up our capacity to receive more as women and multidimensional beings here on this planet? Mm -hmm. For me, it's come down to believing what I'm worthy and capable of receiving. And I love how this is just so full circle. First, it was getting clear on what's standing in the way of, of me being able to receive. So I, I think that looking at that first, again, it's like uprooting because here, here's the way I like to look at receiving. It's, it's not necessarily that we need to do anything in order to receive. We just need to get clear on what's blocking it because hmm. we're receivers at heart. We're here to receive, mm -hmm. we're, you know, like, like love and, and, and feelings and, and abundance and all of the things, but it's not that you have to like do anything else. You're worthy of receiving already just because you are, there's nothing that you could do that would make you unworthy or, or not capable of receiving. So my journey, it's been about like, how am I actually blocking that receptive mode? So mm -hmm. for me, this is, you know, thoughts of like, I, I came from, a, a single teen mom, my mom had me when she was 15 years old and we were dirt poor. And so much was struggle and hardship and, and there was a, a lack of safety there. So it was seeing how some of those beliefs and thought patterns of 
it's hard to feel good. It's hard to make money. Struggle is who I am. Those kinds of, of deeply rooted beliefs were the thing that was blocking me from being able to receive more. It wasn't about me, you know, doing another practice. It was like, hold up. Let me look at what is blocking the flow. So, so I, I would look at mm -hmm. that and obviously it's going to look different for everybody. And Madeline, like you said, getting clear on this might take you a, a, a couple minute journal prompt prompt, or it might take you a really long time because I'm still working on receiving, right? I'm still uprooting beliefs that are blocking the more that I'm creating. So it's like with every sort of level that I hit, I'm seeing like, babe, this isn't coming, not because you need to do more, not because you're failing or because there's something wrong with you. There's just something in the way. What is it? Let's look at it. Let's shine a light on it to alchemize or transmute it. And it's like, once I get clear, it, there's always this aha moment of like, oh my God, no wonder it feels so hard. No wonder it's not coming in. This is what I believe to be true. And it's like, once you illuminate that, you get your power back, right? You don't feel powerless over the thing you're trying to create. You don't feel that, that block and that weighed down feeling. It's like, ugh, because I can see this, now I can move through it. And because I'm seeing it, it's the proof that I'm here to, to, to move past it. So it's more about getting things out of the way. And for me, it's getting the fuck out of my own way and seeing mm -hmm. how I'm actually the one standing in my way and how I'm blocking the very thing that I want to receive. Oh, I, I just love that. I want to, I want to add to that. Um, so right now, you guys, we are talking about being in control of being in control and, and not needing control at the same time um, of our, hmm, no, that's not how I want to say this. Um, okay. So I'm just going to say Carrie's example right here is amazing. It has to do with belief patterns and getting out of your own way, looking at your brain and feeling in your body and seeing where um, things of the past are not allowing you to be what you were created to be, which is a vessel of overflowing abundance, a clear vessel for money and energy to flow through and amplify. And so what this, that's one example she gave her, one of her examples, growing up poor, now being able, now clearly not being dirt poor anymore. Um, and you know, I'm sure there were belief systems that you've had to clear out from your past of like, well, you have to, maybe one of them was to like, you have to struggle in order to one day be successful or not everybody gets to be successful. I mean, there's probably so many that you've had to journal out, but for some of you, like not being able to receive the money or the clients could also be, well, you don't have a business bank account yet, or you don't have business insurance. And so you have this, this, this fear at, in the back of your brain saying, well, I can't take on a bunch of new clients because I don't have business insurance. And so that might not actually make me safe because we need, we need these, these things to be in business. Like we're real businesses here. You don't just get to be like an Instagram coach and not have an LLC and, and not do like the things that normal businesses do, like file taxes and stuff. And so that's an example of if you don't know in your life, like, okay, I want these clients, where are these clients? Well, you might not have like an onboarding system set up. And so your system might want the clients, but also be afraid to get 10 new clients overnight because that means all this extra work because you haven't set up the process. I'm not saying that you need any sort of onboarding process to bring new clients in. I just wanted to show you more ways of you being in your own way or you simultaneously wanting more of something, but your body is like, no, we can't have more of that. We're not set up for more of that. Another belief system could be if you bring in a bunch of money, your family members or people around you are going to want to come and take it. 
Or people are going to think that you're greedy if you have more money than you quote unquote need. And so really like just allow yourself to go down this beautiful rabbit hole, this Alice in Wonderland um, shoot into a world of magic and miracles. Um, but you have to figure out what it is for you. And so I, we just listed off six different things that could be blocking you from your true being, which is this vessel for overflowing abundance. It could be beliefs. It could be a little bit of strategy. It could be systems. It could be legal stuff. Um, it most likely is a combination of, of many. And so you really need to figure out what it is for you. And I just, I love Carrie that you call yourself an embodiment and aligned business mentor because that that is what you're teaching right now. That is what you've been speaking to on this whole call. And it's really obvious and apparent that you embody what it is you teach. And we've been able to see that through the examples that you've brought up, through the different practices that you've mentioned, and the not practices, the getting out of your own way, the clearing out the muck, and then me sprinkling in my little bits there. I think this has just been an amazing conversation. And if there's anything else that you would like to leave us with, um, now is the time. This is this has already been one of those podcasts that I'm going to go back and re-listen to for myself. And so I just want to thank you for bringing all this to the table today. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And just trust where you're at. Just trust where you're at would be the last thing that I would say. Keep it simple and just trust that everything that you're seeing and experiencing right now is actually what you need. It's all here for you. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah. I will have uh, the different ways to contact you in the show notes. Um, would you like to actually first just let us know um, the different ways someone can uh, work with you and absorb more of your wisdom, either with your free content or paid containers? I would just say head to Instagram. I keep everything updated there. You can find my website and, and current offerings. Head to Instagram. That's where I'm at. Great. Oh, so if you love this conversation and you want more, Carrie is active on Insta. And she, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a beautiful, beautiful, free, free uh, opportunity for you to learn more and be in this energy. She's on stories. You can literally tap into her energy every single day. I also love her podcast, The Aligned Woman, and you can find that. Yeah, you can find that online. She brings people onto the show and she also um, has solo episodes. Uh, like she, she just mentioned, you did an episode on your end of the month practice, right? We've got that mm -hmm. on The Aligned Woman. Awesome. 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 And that is linked from her Instagram. I believe you can find it. Yes. So it'll yep. also be in the show All notes. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on and everyone. Thank you for listening per usual. Reach out with your aha moments. Please share this with anyone that you feel needs to hear this conversation and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts so other people know what your favorite episode was so that they can start listening today. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Hey, loyal listener, please rate and review this podcast. Your feedback is needed and you matter. It would be an honor if you shared this with a friend. Send this episode to whoever pops into your mind first. It's like a little exercise on intuition and trust that that insight is the hand of God working through you to make someone else's life better today. Visit themadelineshow.com to stay up to date on my free trainings and different offerings, including self-paced online programs that activate your mind and enhance your life. Who knows, maybe you'll find something today that completely changes your tomorrow.